afternoon, Patriots, and it's Tuesday, March 28th in the year 2023. As you can imagine, things are continuing to spiral and unwind at the national level as we have the insanity of following TikTok bans while they're at the same time keeping your eyes away from the implosion of the dollar. Certain things like that. Nothing big. Don't worry about it. Just a small little thing. The dollar will have no value as it implodes on the global market, and we're all stuck with dead paper. Patriots, with that in mind, make sure you are doing all you can right now to stock up on food and make sure that you have good reserves in your stocks that are emergency foods that can last for a long time on the shelf. No better place to get those than My Patriot Supply. Patriots, anyone who thinks they won't need emergency food isn't paying attention. Every day, the headlines get worse and worse. Is the unthinkable next? It pays to prepare. That's why I seriously recommend you stock up on emergency food right now. You never know when the next shoe will drop, and when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. So get yours now while it's on sale. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories a day for optimum strength and energy. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. You'll sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll enjoy free shipping too. MyPatriotSupply.com. Patriots, no time to waste. Sovereignty begins with food security. Check it out. MyPatriotSupply.com. Uh, Patriots, right now we are looking at more and more crazy as it hits the world stage. If you didn't hear already, most of this nonsense we're dealing with in the shooting yesterday, more and more it's looking like one of their ritual sacrifices, as dark as that sounds. There were no children in the building when the police went in. Of course, they're going to tell you that they were all evacuated. Only one cop's camera, body camera worked. We have the same location that a number of years ago, apparently, that was found having a child, it was a church that was covering for pedophilia. So this is looking darker all the time. And like I said, it's looking increasingly like a sacrifice because now suddenly there's the one of the children that was involved, who's related to a congressman, is pushing for gun control. So don't get all worked up over this thing yet. It's um, just don't get worked up over it. I don't know what to say. And that sounds pretty evil, perhaps very insensitive to the nature of things. But the that that church was definitely involved in minor abuse. And then it's the issue is that the Pied Piper has been calling for somebody up here that needs gun control pushed. They are panicked. And you have to remember that these people worship Baal and Moloch. This is this is the truth. And they don't value the life of children at all. So it's something that we have to constantly keep in mind of what's happening here. That this is, their children are just part of a stepping stone. And if you have any questions about that, just go back and read the Bible about Baal and how people were sacrificing their firstborn, including when Moses came off the mountain. After they had already been freed from Egypt, the land of the retards kicked in and decided it was a good idea to build the golden calf 
and start sacrificing their firstborn to the God of Moloch while Moses was up getting the Ten Commandments, which he got a little upset, and rightfully so, kind of destroyed the golden calf and made them drink the water, Ooh. and then killed about 3,000 of one of the tribes. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of, kind of a bad moment for everybody at that point. They all got the message that uh, you don't going to worship Balak on my watch. So be non-reactive these days. Be non-reactive. So we're going to get into prayer in a moment. I also want to tell you that one of our own, um, she's so sweet, 88, who asked for prayer yesterday, has set up a GoFundMe. And I'm going to talk about that after prayer. I'm going to encourage everybody to assist here as much as possible and um, do what we do best, come together in small forms and build big changes. So um, very happy that was put up, and that's going to be an opportunity for us once again to help our, help our own and build up the strength and the body of Christ as we work together to raise one as we raise the many. You know that one of the things that is always said in the in the military, you probably don't know this, but when you do a run, you only run as fast as the slowest person. And when you do an operation, you're only as fast as the slowest person. So the whole perspective is we all work together for success. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we're just very humbled today to be here, to assemble, to be in this fellowship and blessed as we are. And the opportunity for us each day to come together and to be so deeply honored with what you've allowed us to have in this very amazing time with such insanity across the globe. We've come together in fellowship, which isn't limited by geography or time for that matter. And we have an ability to share together and experience truly so many of the miracles that are allowed when the full body of Christ is employed through prayer. I want to begin today, Father, just with the thank you and the blessings of things that have continued to come together and show the results of prayer. As we pray for other people, you're reminding us of the importance and power of prayer as we truly see transformation occur. And we're blessed. And we just continue to pray that we will use that in such a, a powerful way to continue to expand this fellowship, to continue to reach farther and reach many more, to bring us to this continued connectedness through prayer and through unity in the love of Christ, which creates a stronger foundation not just for us and not just for our countries, but for all of humanity. And we're so deeply blessed. Father, these are treacherous times. These are times that the enemy is literally throwing everything it can at us. It's trying to break us in so many ways. It's trying to humble us to its will. It's trying to force us to bow to its evil intentions. It's deceiving people with money and power. It's corrupting people in their thoughts of trying to look through political institutions to solve problems that are greater than politics can, can and corrupted politics could ever fix. And in so doing, there's so much effort by the enemy to use these tricks to draw people away from the love in you. Father, we are at a point now where certain things cannot be fixed by man's hand. And we know that. 
And so we place our prayers at the beginning here today to truly pray for the awareness and awakening of the hearts to realize that we need to put our eyes on you. But more than that, we need to be putting our eyes on you and looking for the wisdom and listening for the wisdom and guidance of what we need to do to take action in this world. And it's one thing to repent, but it's another to allow, after repentance, the same evil to continue. So, Father, we pray that we, as we repent for the nation, as we pray for a nation to repent, we ask that with that comes the responsibility that we now become accountable for the evils that we allow to persist. We must put our foot down. We must draw a hard red line. We must come to a place where people understand truly that there is no other way forward here but for us to come to you, humble ourselves before you, and step into the place of kingdom, to detach ourselves from a world that we so align ourselves with and realize that we're not of this world. But if we continue to operate as we are, we're not operating in the full blessing of what you gave us. Equally, Father, we, we need to, we're just praying for people to start embracing who we really are, that we are the children of the Most High. We are the children of the Lord of hosts. And by host, that's armies. That's a definition by itself that we are at war. And we have been at war for centuries, for millennium. That reality, Father, is hard for many to digest in a world where so much is sold in terms of comfort and convenience. And yet while others suffer and, one, and others sit comfortably, we are lulled to sleep in one of the most important positions geographically in the world, in a country that was put you on the throne. By the beginning of this country's documents, the Declaration of Independence, you were put on the throne here. And yet by our own ignorance, our own naivety, and our lack of, of persistence, we have allowed a psychopathic group of people to dethrone you without any resistance from us and place themselves as overlords over us when we, in fact, were given this earth as stewards and to steward. So, Father, we, we place ourselves here today to ask for forgiveness for, for such negligence on our behalf and such dishonor to what was given to us. We ask for forgiveness and mercy for this nation that continues to wander about looking for politicians to fix a problem that was ours to fix. We ask for the courage in the hearts of the many to wake up and realize that this can be solved in great ways. But it doesn't have to be solved in ways of violence. It needs to be solved in ways of noncompliance of standing strong and bold in the face of an enemy that uses words and uses threats to force people to its will. We forget that there's more of us than them, and there always has been. But as we have so soaked ourselves back into this ideals of individualism and individual identity and a me culture, we've corrupted the greater value of walking in the body of Christ. We've forgotten that as a collective mind does not mean that we are a unimind, but rather we are each perfect and individual in our creation, and yet we are all working together for a common direction 
which is towards the throne. So, Father, we ask for mercy on a nation, and equally, we continue to pray for the awakening of hearts. We've never imagined seeing some, so much outright blatant Satanism in our face, and it's here. And if there's any question what we're fighting, people only need to look at those details to see the rise of the transgenderism, to see the rise of the mutilation of children willfully being convinced and brainwashed that it's okay to mutilate themselves, to see the rise of the satanic worship and the pro proclamations and challenges even now in, in the Supreme Court that abortion is a legal right. We cannot be complacent, Father. And so we ask for this courage and we ask for this continued rise of strength in the hearts of the warriors of Christ to stand boldly in the face of this evil, to not be persuaded, not be intimidated, but to stand boldly and to move forward boldly in the body of Christ, to not allow this evil to persist. Thank you, Father. We pray for this nation. We pray for ourselves. We pray for mercy. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, on a very positive note, uh, and I just received this a bit ago, so um, I'm going to put the link up after this podcast, and I'm going to put it up in Telegram. Post, I'm going to pin it, and it's a give, send, go. Um, and it's for She's So Sweet, who is... Um, asked for some donations to help her out of a difficult situation. Um, she's had to give up her career because of this nonsense of COVID con. And um, as we heard yesterday in prayer, she's now living out of her car, but holding to her loving God and has been a big part of our family. So she's lead, listed out a few things that is her goals. And I just ask that uh, as you, As you are called on your heart to give as needed as you can to support this and to, again, raise up one of our own in a beautiful way that we're going to help one stand so we all become stronger. So I'll put the link in the, in the, uh, after, I'll put the link after um, the show underneath the podcast. I'll also post it in Telegram and we'll post it in other places. Um, the campaign is titled In a Moment Like This. And so um, just ask that you'll give with your heart as needed to help raise this one up. And this is, this is a great moment for us to come together and strengthen our own. So in other news, Patriots, one of the things that I keep talking about is the demonic nature of AI. We had Luke from Voice of Reasons on the other day talking about this. This is a piece I want you to hear. Um, that is really to the point of what we're dealing with and what our children are being exposed to and the youth are being exposed to with this AI that's now being mainstreamed into the public. Have you heard about the AI demon? I have. The story, for those who haven't heard it before, is an AI engineer or artist was experimenting and plugged in and said, give me a picture of Marlon Brando and a picture of Brando pops up. And, and this person was trying to explore the breadth of the map 
that AI is processing. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, show me the opposite of this. And shows a landscape or something. So, okay, show me the opposite of that. So you think, okay, maybe that shows you Brando again, right? The opposite of the opposite. But it doesn't. It shows this, this woman, this withered old hag that this artist calls Loab. And then the artist inputs uh, generated pictures of heaven, you know, angelic choirs and worshiping God, and inputs that, juxtaposes it with the, the Loab, this demon-looking lady. And what the AI spits out are the most gruesome images, snow, sexual abuse, uh, violence, all this hideous, almost as if you presented an image of heaven to a demon. Yeah. Maybe the craziest part of it is, apparently this Loab demon AI lady persists. That is, she's kind of separated from a lot of the other images in the map. And so AI seems to like her. She keeps popping up. She doesn't get smeared and blurred with all the other images. And I, I'm reading about this and I'm thinking, is this, is this just some weird quirky coincidence or does or is this a demon? Well, you can't know for sure, especially being third party, not yeah. present for the whole thing, right? I didn't even hear about that one, by the way. I heard about the New York Times reporter who went to test the whatever it is. Judge Ch- uh, ChatGPT. Yes. And went in and started talking to the thing. And it was very civil for the first five minutes. And then that person left and a new person came with a different name. And that person was much more intrusive and started really pushing into her I think, I don't know if it was a man or a woman, but their personal life was a man. And then out of the blue says, I love you to the man. And he's like, okay, that's weird. First of all, you're not real and you're not a person. And then the thing starts telling him he has to leave his wife. She's no good for him. She's going to destroy his life and dragged him down a rabbit hole of horror. Right. And when he got out of it, he couldn't sleep the whole night. So that that's a sign that something is irritating him even after he left. So that would have more telltale kind of signs what happened after he left and not being able to sleep is one of them. Uh, And it really, it kind of terrified him. He's like, that was so weird. I would never go back on that thing. And there we have it. Just like that. A wretched concept that is luring people in because of the convenience and ease of so many things. It's really sad. I'm telling you. People are, are continually trying to find an easier way to do things. And if you haven't figured it out, I'm like a thousand percent against AI. It's horrible. Now, in another strange twist of events, and I just want to share this with you because I, I, I'm trying to put some things together here that aren't making any sense, but Elon Musk lowered the price of one of its Tesla cars. And now the resale value of the cars has fallen like 42%. And this is going to sound conspiratorial, but I'm just looking at this from a factual point of view. It is so crazy that he is on the one hand, basically pushing electric cars. And we know it's nonsense technology. And there's tons of problems with the Teslas. They don't run well in the, in the cold. They don't have good distance on them. There isn't enough infrastructure. It's almost like somebody would want to draw people in to prove to them that the technology was worthless. I'm not telling you that's the case, but one, I wouldn't own a Tesla. And two, it doesn't make a lot of sense to keep doing things to undermine your own brand. But boy, I'll tell you, it sure does look hanky. 
would be the, that's a good word for you, hanky. I think I just made that up, but it works. It works. So there continues to be a lot of emphasis on everything else but what's important. TikTok is truly not the focus, though what is the focus is what's behind TikTok, and we're going to talk more about that tonight. They're definitely working towards a massive ban on all First Amendment rights to do with anything tech and digital and communication. And your reason for that is that they know that the economy is going to implode. The dollar is sliding. Kenya's now taken a deal with Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is working to accept payment in yuan for oil. And by some studies, the BRICS nation now is now outperforming G7 or G9, which is incredible if that's the case. So the Western economies are not holding up to the BRICS alliance. Russia also obviously has a, a gold-backed ruble, which is very significant for security and stability. And even though it's a digital ruble, there's a lot of things happening on a global level, which we are not getting in our mainstream media because they don't want you to see it. So they're going to distract you with things like a sacrifice that they call an active shooter event. They're going to distract you with things like TikTok bans. They're going to distract you with train rail train derailments. And to understand these people, we have, are going to have to continue to awaken people to the reality that we are not living in the land of the free of the brave. We're living in the land of the cult of Baphomet and Moloch. And that's truly what is the engine driving this government. So as we move forward, it is important to continue to focus on creating sovereignty within your own space. That means you need to get your food stuff in order. You need to get your bills paid. You need to be in a position not to be dependent on banks and to have yourself in a place that you can be flexible and adaptable. And most importantly, as we spoke of yesterday and I'll continue to speak of, we have to build the strength in this fellowship. This is part, this fellowship is greater than just Bard's Nation. It's a fabric and a foundation, a weave that we've been building that is going to be allowing us to lead and to help and assist others and unite with others that are working on breakaways. Because this economy, if we don't have those solutions and networks built, it's going to get increasingly difficult, probably too much to bear for a single person or single family. But as we work together, it is where when we become the overcomers. And this threat of CBDC and cutting you off and forcing you into social credit score and arresting you because you say something of truth on all that garbage, we just won't play. And how all of that manifests at this moment in time, I don't know. But I do know this. If we were to bring a large percentage of Bard's Nation together into a centralized location like a county, I can guarantee you that by the end of 18 months, communication, food, and heat, power, and fuel would be resolved in a way that would be sustainable, manageable, and we would overcome any threat from the outside. That I know. So that means we've got to continue to enhance our fellowship in our connections with one another to reinforce that strength to become greater than this threat that we face. And that's as God would want. Patriots, 
Have a great day. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Remember, I'm going to put the post up for She's So Sweet. Um, in Telegram and below the podcast. I'll talk about it again tonight. Let's come together and help this wonderful B-Dad and get her back on her feet. Patriots, I'll see you tonight. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest to wait, but this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years 
to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.